Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And now. Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, a UK-based Chicago Bulls podcast. I'm Matt. And as usual, joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? Hey, Matt. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. not as bad as I was last time, but I'm not as good as I normally am. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's been one of them weeks, hasn't it? And yeah. uh, I know you've got something else to say, and so have I. So <laughs> I'll let you go first. <laughs> Well, I mean, mine's kind of a little bit of a continuation on the other day. Um, you know, obviously, I had my rant about the whole booking system for Paris. And today uh, was the general sale. And, you know, everybody that we were in contact regularly in the group, they all were trying to get tickets. You were trying to get tickets. I was trying to get tickets again. And it was, you know, the same system minus a code um, today. And we all were trying to, and we were all in contact with each, with each other. And I was actually the first one. Just I don't know how that happened, but I ended up being the first one to get in. I'd say I got in to the booking system uh, with about maybe seven minutes after they went on sale and everything was gone. Absolutely every ticket, not a stitch. From yeah. the 65 euro tickets all the way up to the 815 euro tickets, everything was gone. So, I mean, it makes you wonder, did they save any tickets for the general sale at all? Um, did they release everything uh, with the, the pre-sale? Which basically tricking everybody into thinking that they've got a chance of getting tickets. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I don't think there's any way I'll ever find out, but um, I just like to say that this, this whole booking system that was done by a core arena and done through Ticketmaster France um, was shocking. It was just horrid. And I'm not going to go off on it like I did again the other day, because all I did was upset myself, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy, but I'm moving on. We just have to get to Chicago instead, Matt. Yeah, 
probably be cheaper as well. Probably will be. The prices are crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, we both had a little rant on the last one. Um, Then yesterday, my day was just shocking, like, at work. Stuck four hours in traffic because of these idiots that are protesting. Don't even know what they're protesting about. Uh, And then I finally got through that, and then my truck broke down. So I had six hours sat in the garage. Got parked up. And I thought, right, I'll go to bed. Didn't get to bed as early as I thought, so I woke up in an arse at one o'clock. <laughs> and I was looking forward to a, a decent Bulls game, uh, which obviously we'll get on to in a minute. Yeah. Skipped forward a few hours. Obviously, woke back up after the game uh, about five o'clock this morning. And I thought, right, I'll join join the general, you know, try and get on the general st- uh, thingy. And obviously, I have to take my breaks legally. I, I it's all timed and everything like that. Yeah. So I managed to time it just right for getting in the queue for eleven o'clock when obviously they went on general sale. Uh, obviously eleven o'clock comes and it says you're an hour in the queue, and I was just like, I ain't got that time to wait. Obviously it starts going down, and then you piped up with your message that you'd booze in and everything was sold out. So I was like. But I didn't get anything from them. And there was a few others in the group as well that mm. was still in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you leaving us sat here for potentially up to an hour? You know, in the middle of our day when we're all working or whatever, when we can't even buy anything. Yeah. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And. I'd just kind of come out of my little move after the game last night as well. <laughs> um, so that put me back in the mood and then the rest of my day went a little bit wrong as well because I had to come back down to London and deal with the protesters again. So, yeah, um, obviously on to the game because that's what we're here for. Right, yeah. We've got it off our chest now. Yeah. We're, we're kind of accepting the fact that we're not going to get to see the Bulls play, even they're, though they're only an hour and a half away from where we are, which is very frustrating. Yeah. But um, do you know what? Like I say, we'll figure something out or we'll get to Chicago or keep keep the faith. We've been Bulls fans long enough to know when the bad times are, are there, you still stick with it. <laughs> and you, yeah. it, might, it might just come around eventually if you stay around long enough. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, we've entered competitions and stuff to win tickets, so you just never know. Yeah, exactly. Keep the faith. Yeah. So, on to the game last night. And uh, before I even get going on that, I've got a rant about that as well. Because... <laughs> I'd We're going to have to like change to, the name of this podcast, Matt. And, uh, like I say, I was, I was tired and I was in an ass when I got up. And obviously, Bulls started all right. Um, Apart from that. Pathetic missed call by the officials on P. Will within like the first what minute and a half, whatever it was. Yeah, blight. And it's set a tone for the game. And now the officials are to blame for Bulls losing. No. However, they were a contributing factor. You know, yeah. they might as well have given uh, Pelicans 20 assists because they were just gifting them like trips to the line and stuff like that. And obviously you mentioned it in the last one and I was a bit more sort of diplomatic with it 
But last night they really pissed me off. The the officials. It was the worst worst game this season for them, and we've had a few. To be fair. Yeah, and um, it's, it's frustrating because you can't do anything about that. No, and then, I mean, luckily I haven't seen the last two minute report yet because I don't want to see it. No, it's pointless. They're absolutely pointless, and it doesn't cover the other forty six minutes that no. they've messed up as well. And all it does is it just it, it, it can be quite frustrating to read them. I actually would prefer it if they were kept behind closed doors. I understand yeah. that they're done to help to you know almost like audit the officials and help yes. them kind of realize what they need to think about or concentrate on or work on and all that. And I understand all that, but keep it behind closed doors because there's no benefit to anybody other no. than the officials. None. Yeah. I mean, and like I say. It's not the reason why Bulls lost the game. We'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously people who obviously know me in the chats and stuff like that and yourself know that I'm a nice hockey fan as well. And when I go down to watch my local team, there's a sort of, I guess it's thingy in all sports really, but people always say, you can tell when the referees have had a good game because you don't even know they're there. Right. And... I'm just getting sick of watching a game, a Bulls game, where the focus is on three blokes with dad bods and whistles <laughs> chugging the gob. And that's what we're focusing on. I, you know, <clears throat> I want to watch the six foot ten athletes flying through the air and going at it with each other. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. want to watch some guy in a grey t-shirt running up and down with a whistle. Although to to be fair, some of the some of those refs are ripped. <laughs> well, but yeah, <laughs> for the for the most part, yeah, I get the dead bod thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I mean, obviously, we'll just go on to last night. Obviously, like I say, the that first call. Obviously, Billy can't even challenge it because it wasn't a call, so he no. can't challenge something that they haven't actually called. Right. You've got three officials out there. Surely one of them saw the contact with his arm. It was like, I mean, it's not like it was close to his body. It was an outstretched arm. His arm moved as the contact hit it. I mean, there was plenty to make it obvious that there was contact there. Yeah. And then... uh, No call. And then obviously you think, right, well, they'll watch it back on the big screen, surely. Yeah. And they'll realise and they'll maybe make up for it. Well, no, they just seem to get worse and worse and worse. And other ones that stand out, the um, Javonte where he knocked it out, I can't remember whose hands he knocked it out off from behind. Mm-hmm. They called that as a foul on him. Yeah. You know, and the replay showed it was all ball. Yeah. You know, obviously Billy could have challenged that one. Yeah. But didn't. Um, then there was the... Goran Dragic one where he was going up for a, like a tipping or whatever obviously he didn't go in they called a foul but it wasn't a shooting foul right and, and you just think right, he was that, yeah and you think well if that had have actually gone in so we'd have got the two points you've called it as a foul mm-hmm. then surely he gets a trip to the line with the M1 right so surely it's a shooting foul yep or would they have not called it if it had gone in would it have been one of them late whistles or where they wait to see if it goes in before calling it? Yeah, which, that that 
annoys me so much. <laughs> you know, like you know, how many times have you seen me on the live feeds and I'll write up a message saying, Late call, late call. Yeah. Both yeah. for and against the Bulls. Do you know I have written it up when it's been against the opposition as well? But the late whistle drives me mad. It's either a foul or it's not. It's not a yeah. oh, is it a foul if it goes in or is it a foul if you know if it if it goes off in a certain direction or if the opposition get the ball? No, it's either a foul or it isn't. <laughs> yeah, but blow like your whistle you... or don't blow your whistle. Play yeah, it I mean, it's like if you watched soccer, as you call it, and obviously yeah. our American listeners call it. If someone takes a shot and gets the leg broke and it goes in, it's yeah. still a foul. Yeah, Do you know, if it goes over, oh no, you broke his leg. It's a foul now. <laughs> you know, it's just. Uh. And then obviously. There was the foul on Demar near the end, where yeah, then that just seemed to. That was it, I think. That you know, and all game Demar obviously got teed up. I think that made him so far this season joint top in the most. Yeah, it did I saw that? I saw that stat. <laughs> and Vooch was third as well, apparently yeah. after he got teed up, and obviously we saw Vooch flipping the bird for the well. <coughs> we don't know who it was at, but. <laughs> We're assuming it was at the refs, so <laughs> you know. And there's I'm, a reason also... why players get frustrated. Yeah. And then obviously we live in a snowflake like society at the minute, and a lot of these refs, they're not even snowflakes; they're drips now. Do you know what I mean? They just yeah. they can't take anything. And but then on the next play, there'll be a player getting right in the face, shouting, and nothing happened. It and depends then, on who the player is, doesn't it? Yeah, and then Demar just sort of turns, says something. Obviously, we don't know what he's saying, and that's mm. it. He gets teed up, and it's like, so yeah, it ruined the game for me. That well, can I? While I've got you on that run, actually, Matt, there was one uh, other call that um, really affected the last dying minutes of the game, and actually put the game out of reach for the Bulls, and um, that I have noted as well, which was the the. Um, Offensive push off against AC uh, by Brandon yeah. Ingram, yeah. and it wasn't called. Yeah, and then he got that lucky bounce on the three, the, yeah. the high bounce that went in, and then that was it. We never got we never got back in those last few minutes as a result of that. That yeah. was the nail in the coffin, and again, it was another no call. And there was another one as well with um, Ingram where Javante fouled him on the three, and they reviewed it to see if it was inside or outside and on the replays he's kicked out yeah and it's just like you're reviewing it surely you're seeing that as well yeah you would think that because that's not what they were looking for they just ignored it yeah or because they don't want to admit they was wrong well that too and it's like even if Billy does challenge any of these things I mean obviously we saw Nick Nurse doing it quite early on against yeah. us and they got overturned mm-hmm. now I don't know if I mean I don't know how many times Billy's actually challenged so far this year, but they never get overturned. Never. Maybe Billy's thinking, "Well, I'd rather have the time out than losing it," sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. I mean, like I say, it was a shocking performance from them, but it's not the reason why we lost. No, and I hate blaming the officials and giving out to the officials all the time. It feels like that's what we're doing a lot lately, and it is because it's warranted, but I, I hate having to do it. You know, yeah. I'd rather just be focusing on the basketball and not f- focusing on the officiating. So, 
you know, lads in the grey shirts with the dad bods or rip bods or whatever it is you are, <laughs> get it right, will you? <laughs> let's get just, your whistles out of your goal just, at least. <laughs> just concentrate a little harder and let, let us focus on the basketball, please. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, obviously we'll get into it in the game with the, the amount of f- fouls and stuff like that. And this is where it does have an effect on the game because Bulls were in, uh, Pelicans were in the bonus for a hell of a long time. What was it, eight and, and a half minutes or something? It was near enough 10 minutes in the last quarter. Was it? it? Yeah. Wow. Uh, about nine, 9.40 something, I think it was. Shocking. And that, that affects how Bulls have to defend because they can't do anything. Completely. So, you know, when you say that, that well, obviously we've just said that it's not the reason why Bulls lost, but it is a major contributing factor. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I'll um, I'll send it to the advert before we uh, get into the game. Calm down. Have a cup of tea again. Yeah, I'll stick on the kettle. The call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump, the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play. Or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. Uh, Right, welcome back. Rant's over again. (laughs) (laughs) Seem to be ranting a hell of a lot at the minute, but people seem to appreciate them so hope you've appreciated them ones <laughs> and uh, we'll get on to the game obviously as we've mentioned we ended up losing uh, 115-111 and it was a strange game because there was that many lead changes and ties and you know one team would get a 10-0 and run or whatever and then the next, you know, you go to a fourteen and zero run or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And it was just, it was all over the place, wasn't it? It was. I'm sure for a neutral watching the game, it was very exciting. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, in the we mentioned that that first foul on um, P will P will that just seemed to set the the tone really, and then it seemed to actually fired Bulls up a little bit and obviously we raced out into I can't remember what sort of lead it was but about a 10 point lead 12 point lead something like that in yeah. the fair and then Demar had that massive dunk and then we just went flat mm-hmm. and let him back into it and it seemed to be when the bench sort of come into it it just changed again Um, obviously f- f- through the yeah, get my teeth in through the first three period uh, quarters we kept Zion and Ingram and McCullum quiet as well didn't we yeah McCullum was very quiet and I mean both teams were shocking from three Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously we did hit some as the game was going on I mean we finished the first tied at uh, 22 all I think Um. In the second, Zach kind of took over a little bit, didn't he? Started looking a lot more um, explosive and 
Yes. A couple of threes. And then that's when Vooch got teed up and the game was just it was going all over the place. And at the half, we were 52-50 up. And then into the third, and at one point I was like, why is Billy keeping these out there? Because Damara had got teed up. Vooch was, I don't know what was wrong with him last night, but he just looked like a stroppy teenager the whole game. <laughs> and the frustration was helping Pelicans get control of the game. Yeah, it was. Um, and then all of a sudden, Billy does decide that he's going to pull Vooch and Damar and the bench unit got, well, mainly Goran got us back into it. Yeah. Um, and we finished on a 7-0 and run, I think, didn't we? At the yeah. end. And I can't remember what the score was at the end of the third now, but um, Damar kind of took over in the third and he seems to have become the third quarter king at the minute <laughs> instead of the fourth when we could actually deal with him in the fourth yeah I'd, I wouldn't mind switching that back up to the fourth thank you very much yeah so then obviously into the fourth and yeah we just got into foul trouble very very early on and they was in the bonus for the last nine minutes and 40 seconds um, and then Vooch checks back in and hit two big threes and it was kind of like well I mean obviously I've shared that thing of him with his finger up yeah because the on the socials in the third it was like going back to last season the amount of hate that Vooch was getting it was ridiculous Um, but yeah we obviously then Brandon Ingram took over and we just I don't know. Collapsed, really, didn't we? Well, I mean, we hung around, but we never looked like we were going to go ahead again. No, because of the stupid ticky-tack fouls. Oh, Every time we got a little bit of momentum going, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It, Every time. You, know, you just thought, right, this is it. This is the big big play. This is going to tie it up, or we're going to... If we were two points up or whatever, it was like, this is it. We're going to extend the lead. And then the foul didn't come on Damar or whatever and then what was it about 17 seconds left uh, we've got the inbound and or is it, it might have been even 10 seconds left and I think if we'd have got a three we'd have tied it if I remember correctly just the end of the third or the fourth yeah, they're right at the end of the fourth oh, yeah. um, and he inbounded it to Damar who just dropped it yeah, it just Back kind of off. rolled off his knee and yeah. his leg. And that was it. And then, obviously, another couple of fouls and they were at the line and put the game to bed. So, yeah, I mean, Bulls are now 0-6 in clutch games. And for anyone who doesn't know, the clutch games, are if it's within five points five in points. the last five yeah. minutes or going into the last five minutes or whatever it is, and last year, we were one of the best at that mm-hmm. time because we had the King of the Fourth in Demar. Mm-hmm. And it's just not been that this season. And, I mean, to me, one of the big things was P. Will was took out in the fourth by Billy. Yeah, that was a strange decision because P. Will had been playing well. He'd been playing well on defence as well and he'd been doing a pretty good job against Zion 
and against Ingram. And then he was pulled out and AC was put on. And now, you know how much we all love AC, right? Yeah. But AC can't defend the likes of Ingram and Zion. Zion. He can't. <laughs> you know, you need someone out there who's big, athletic, and able to potentially get a block. And that's yeah. P. Will. Love him yeah. or hate him, that's P. Will. I mean, it's P. Will's stat line last night isn't fantastic, but what, like I said in, I think it was at the end of pre-season, if he comes in and he's influencing the game from a defensive point of view and he's slowing, uh, I use Yanis as the example, if he mm-hmm. slows Yanis down and we got the win, then nobody cares that he only put up four points or five points, whatever he puts up. Yeah. Because he's not out there to do that in that game. And that, last... That's when it becomes outside of the box score. That's where it yeah. becomes about what's happening outside of the stats. And I mean, you know? he played 26 minutes last night. He got seven points, four rebounds, one assist, one steal and four blocks. And I believe that's a career high in blocks for him. Mm-hmm. And three of his four rebounds were defensive rebounds. Um, he only had one personal foul, so it's not like he was in, in even in foul trouble. No. Nope. Um, but he was just stopping or slowing. Well, you know, he was literally stopping them, wasn't he? Because yeah. they weren't doing anything. And then they took him out and Ingram takes over. And it's like, well, put him back in then. Mm-hmm. He persisted with Caruso. And, yeah, I mean, I've got a question for you about Billy later on. Um, okay. Which I was going to uh, just throw at you as a instant reaction sort of thing. But Okay. Um, yeah, it, and it, it's just little things like that. And then Zach seemed to go quiet in the fourth. Damar. He was being Demar, but it just wasn't falling, was it? Do you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, Vooch went a little bit quiet again. And, yeah, I mean, he actually put Dragic in to close out as well, didn't he? Which is something he hasn't been doing. Right. And, I mean, I'll get on to the, obviously Dragic later on, but... Him and Zach are pretty much our three-point shooters at the minute. Yeah, absolutely. And they were both shocking last night. Dragic was one of five, Zach was three of 12. Yeah. You know, and when you're doing, you know, it's like that, it's, yeah. You just think two more of them went down, we won the game. And it, yeah, it was just strange game. I thought. I don't know what you you made of it. Yeah, um, it was it was a strange game in so much that it was back and forth the whole time. You know, like you say, the amount of times that we were trading position in regards to the scoreline, going on runs, then they go on a run, then we go on a run. I mean. It was it was a, it was a bizarre one, and when you look at some of the the stats, some of them are quite impressive, and some of them are shocking. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's kind of 
it's kind of hard to fathom how they got to over 100 points for a start and how they <laughs> stayed so close all the way through. I mean, it just, you know, I don't have any of the Pelicans stats written down, but it just goes to show that theirs must have been fairly all over the place too. And like we've said, McCollum wasn't in the game until the fourth quarter and late in the fourth quarter. Zion was, was kept, I mean, apart from, you know, he got some serious offensive boards. Um, the guy's a beast. Um, but he, he was kept quiet. Um, for a lot of the game and Ingram didn't take off until the fourth either um, the only person I found that was really causing us a continuous problem throughout the guts of the game was that little ferret Alvarado yeah and just because he's a, a nuisance more than exactly anything. and that's exactly what he was he was being a nuisance and an irritant and you know like I said before the last time we played the Pelicans um He's the kind of player that you absolutely despise unless he's wearing a Bulls uniform, then you love him. You <laughs> yeah. know, uh, and we have one of them in AC. But it was just such a strange game in Ooh. regards to the officiating and not really knowing how it was going to go, where it was going to go, what was going to happen, what wasn't going to happen. It, it was impossible to get a read on the game. Yeah. And I mean... Obviously, we mentioned Ingram, Williamson, McCullum all being quiet. Yeah. The one person who wasn't and the one person that was, I don't know, maybe making Vooch the way he was, was Valentunis. Yeah, he actually, Valentunis did play well. He did. 21 points, 13 rebounds, and he was just, yeah, he was just all over Vooch, really. And, um, I mean... Vooch and Drummond combined for uh, 12 rebounds, I think. So, um, uh, let me see. Yeah. Five. Five. Yep, 12 rebounds. So, he, on his own, out-rebounded both of them. I mean, obviously, Drummond was back last night, as you know, just said. And mm-hmm. he, he didn't look himself. No, but did, did you expect him to? No, and I, I, didn't, I, was, I, didn't I expected reduced minutes as well. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I'll give him till next week, and then hopefully, you know, he's a bit not as sore because I imagine there was a bit of soreness there still. And you know, yeah, I'm glad you used the word soreness and not the alternative. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously Valentunis just. He was cooking Vooch all night, really. And, yeah. I mean, this sort of team stats that I've got three pointers, which, I mean, I thought we were bad, but they were three of 19 when we were seven of 27. Yeah. So, again, another game where we've outdone them on three pointers and still lost. Yeah. Um, now, free throws, this is the one that's just ridiculous and shows the state of the refing they hit 28 of 36 and we hit 16 of 18 so they doubled yeah they got doubled what we did and they scored 10 more than what we actually got wow so to me that is where the game was won and lost really well it is absolutely yeah you know because if you take out Half of them fouls that was in the last, you know, the, obviously that when they was in the bonus, they're not getting to the line anywhere near as much. No. And when the fouls are ones like the Javante one, what I mentioned, 
you know, there's an easy two points. And if you flip it the other way and they call the fouls that we didn't get called, there's potentially another six points for us. Yeah. If obviously we hit all the free throws. Obviously the game changes you know, after that. It doesn't flow the same way, does it? But, you know. Uh turnovers I thought we were turning it over quite a lot, but they actually got sixteen, we got fifteen. And the rebounds, like I say, Valentunis out rebounded the other two quite easily. Um they had fifty seven, we had thirty eight. Okay. So yeah. You just you're not you're not gonna win games if you're getting out rebounded like that, you know? No, and it goes back to last year, doesn't it? Yeah. That was a big problem for us last year. So, but well, uh, I don't know. Obviously, obviously, we give our player of the game in the end to we couldn't decide between Damar and Zach, as at different point in the game they were doing different things. Mm-hmm. Um, they combined for fifty-six. Yeah, fifty-six points. Seven rebounds, seven assists, three steals, and one block. Obviously, Demar got thirty-three points. Zach got twenty-three. And when you look at the Pelicans' top scorer, it was Brandon Ingram with twenty-two. Right. So both of them had actually outscored their top scorer. And then Valanciunas obviously had twenty-one. Uh, Zion had nineteen. Jones had seventeen for them. And once you get past Zach and um, Demar for us obviously Vooch had 18 points somehow probably them two threes that boosted it yeah and then Drag- Dragic 14 everybody else single single digits and the bench players were all very low single digits yeah uh, five two and none and two two yeah yeah and so it's clear where we lost the game you know and like I say, major contributing factor was the officials. Yeah, sadly. I hate saying yeah. it, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to go over any individuals or just go straight to the um, Pog Dog Hog. Uh, not really. I mean, I have a few little notes that I'll throw them out there. I mean, just kind of general notes from the game. Um, we've mentioned an awful lot of it already, or uh, Demar and... Yeah, Demar and Zach looked good, but they seemed to fall through in the last two minutes when we needed one of them to step up. And and unfortunately, neither of them did, but Brandon, Brandon Ingram did. Um, I probably could start pulling out a few plays, but I'll leave that for the for the Hogs. Um, I do want to just say that, like I said earlier on, Zion is a beast, but Dragic is a magician. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, we'll, we'll get into that, I'm sure. Um, that's... Yeah, that, that's it, really. I mean, Vooch did hit two big threes, as you just said there, at the very end. I mean, he didn't hit. He was what two for four in the finish, and those two both came in kind of the last quarter of the last quarter. And um, you don't mind seeing that from Vooch either. No, you don't. Honest- and, and like I've said before, if he works from the inside out, I don't mind by the end of the game if he starts putting up the threes when we're a bit behind or trying to, you know, tear into the game. I don't mind it. But, I mean, he was also four or five from the line. So yes. he wasn't doing it in the paint last yeah. night. That's what it says to me. He wasn't rebounding. Yeah. He wasn't getting in there. You know, he's been basically been bullied by Valentunis, which 
you know, he's not, uh, he's a decent big in Ryan Tunis, you know what I mean? It's not, he is, not like he's a nobody that was doing it, but you you just expect more. Yeah. Vooch, you know, so. Or at least for him to be putting up numbers as well. You know, yeah. him, you know, might not be able to stop Valentunas. I mean, he's, he's he's an all star as well, right? But yeah, um, Vooch should be able as a as in a, you know perennial all star. He should be able to be putting up those sort of numbers too, or at yeah. least something close to them. Yeah, but uh, just wasn't the case. And I, and and I'm not getting on Vooch, not at the moment, not yet. No, it was a bad game, and right. it's not his first bad game of the season either. Well, no, but he's like, still looking better in the first. What? How many games have we played? Thirteen. Yeah, um, we've got sixty-nine left. Please. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's still he's still um, <laughs> he's still looking better in the first thirteen than he did in the first thirteen last year. Yeah, and as we said, it, it was a weird game. Everybody mm. just seemed frustrated from the word go. Mm-hmm. And it's as if Vooch was in his own head a little bit, and he's gonna have to get out of it because we've got Nuggets on Sunday or well, Monday right. for us, and Joker will just destroy him if he plays. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Well, look, Dre has got a few days to to get himself back to form, and hopefully, we'll have the two of them to uh, flip flop against uh, against someone like Joker because there's no stopping him. Yeah, Do you know there isn't. So. Uh... Like I say, to me, weird game, and it was the officials that ruined it. So that's my take on it. Right. Moving um, on, then we'll do our pog dog hog, and uh, we'll see what we throw into that. Maybe. Yeah. So, like you've already said, the pog we uh, we gave it to Zach and Demar. Um, I'm not really uh, going to move away from that. I'm happy enough with that decision. Um, you are you the same? No. You're going to change? Yeah. Uh, ah. <laughs> I mean, no. obviously, when we put it into the vote, I went Zach first off. And then, uh-huh. I mean, we do the, the vote quite about the halfway point in the, the fourth, don't we? We do. Um, And then, obviously, Demar was, you know, had a good third and what have you. Our third choice was Dragic. It was, yeah. We had a special mention for Dragic. And that, for me, he was actually the player of the game. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna um, fall out with you over that decision. <laughs> um, I certainly, I mean, I have it written here. Zach and Damar with a special mention for Dragic. So, yeah. Um, I, I, I certainly, like I said earlier on there, the guy was just a magician last night. I mean, he yeah. was pulling out all the tricks. Um, finding the open man uh, behind the head through through the legs of the opposition pass to, to P. Will. Um, the the lobs he was putting up were just like the he got two lobs in a row, one to P. Will and one to Javante that were both insane. Um, he was just brilliant. He was. Yeah. He was. He was. He was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I don't think we really need to discuss the, the disappointment, do we? Well, I mean. I presume you're going to go with the referees. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's hard. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's hard to disagree with that. But uh, I actually did have something different, more so because I figured you were going to go with the officials. So I said I'd come up with something <laughs> different. And uh, 
and that was just not closing it out in the final two. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was literally, it was there for the taking. And uh, the bad call against, uh, or no call, should I say, against Ingram when he uh, shouldered into AC and didn't get the offensive. And then to top it all off, just to sticking it all together, he shot that shot and it jumped about 10, 15 feet above the rim and then dropped straight back down into the ring. I mean, you just, you can't beat that kind of luck, do you know? You just can't. Yeah. But that aside, there was still opportunity to take the game. And you just expect when you play, when your players like Zach and DeMar have played the way they've played and scored 56 combined points, you would expect them to be able to at least kind of come up with something in that clutch moment and instead of coming up with something they literally came up with nothing and turned over the ball which was just the nail in the coffin completely um so that was that's what i had as a disappointment but um that the officials yeah (laughs) (laughs) so to bring it back up finish off on a high uh the highlight of the game i'm going to throw it to you first because i've got a few bits written down for this so i see what you come up with I mean, there was plenty of plays, you know, like the big Demar dunk, stuff like that. And I think I've actually had this as a highlight of the game before, and it's Dragic's dimes. Yeah. Just, like you just touched on, the the lob to Javante, the over the head to DJJ. Yeah. Um, Did like a little nutmeg one to P-Will, didn't he? Yeah. Down the lane. Like you just said, he's a magician. And... He's you actually look forward to him coming on now mm. because he's turning games he in is. our favour, which is why is. I've flipped and put him as player of the game because right. he eventually got control of it and you know it we we brought it back. Um, yeah. obviously, the big thing we highlighted with him at the start was the chemistry that he had with Drummond but he now seems to have got the chemistry with the rest of the team as well. Yeah, everybody's beginning to appreciate what he's doing and he's doing it for everybody. Yeah. If, you, if you can get up and get in and around that rim, whether it's high flying or a base cut, he's going to find you. One way or yeah. another, he's going to find you. Or he's going to use the space that's created by you making that cut and put in a shot himself. He's just, you know, I totally agree with you. I, you know, I had... The, the exact same things written down at the DDR um, Tomahawk dunk, which was great to see him getting up. I also had, uh, finally, we got to see some explosiveness from Zach, and he yeah. uh, he made it. Got a, above a, the rim, didn't he? Yeah, got above the rim for the first time, I think, all season. Yeah. Um, and got a, and got a, a one-handed dunk. But um, my top note was uh, Goran Dragic, uh, the double lobs, um, through the through the legs pass, the behind the head pass, and just his his overall wizardmanship. There's a word <laughs> for you, Big Dave. If you're listening, <laughs> I know you're like that. So his uh, his overall wizardmanship was just and is just insane. It's just brilliant. Yeah. And I mean, I can't remember if it was Stacey or Adam on the broadcast last night started comparing him to Tony Kukoc. Yes, Obviously, yeah, that's both, right. Both number seven. Yeah. European, yeah, coming off the bench and just throwing crazy dimes around, isn't it? It's just absolutely, 
and and not afraid of the big clutch shots too. Yeah, I mean, he's hit a few clutch last shots. Night, but... Not last night, yeah, but in other games. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, that rounds off that game. Yes. And obviously, we've now got what is it? Four days off, including today. Mm-hmm. Um, before I face Nuggets, um, obviously I'm looking forward to it. To be honest, the, the few days the, off or the Nuggets game, or both, <laughs> <laughs> um, just because we actually get a bit of a weekend without having to worry about getting up at one o'clock in the morning or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was meant to mention it at the start, but I got carried away my, with my rant. Obviously, there's been a couple of bits of news from Bulls today. I think they've had the day off. Um, which is obviously why they used it as an opportunity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they dropped the City Edition jerseys, um, yep. which we had seen the leaked pictures of a few weeks back. None of us were particularly keen on them. I know you've said that they've grown on you now. They have grown on me. Yeah, they have grown on me. Seeing them on the players and that now, it's uh, yeah, it's not as yeah. bad. But I mean, it's still it's not it's not blow you out of the water stuff. But it's they've grown on me. Yeah, I mean, they do look better on the players. They'll probably yeah. look even better on the court. I do like that. Well, they're calling it rusty red, aren't they? Because oh, is that the, what they're calling it? <laughs> yeah, I do like that with the black stripes. I think that it does break it up quite nicely, um, yeah. especially on the shorts. Um, yeah, and then they've got the, the nice proud Bulls logo in the in the corner and the the the, the peak at the end of the short, haven't they? Yeah, nice. I mean, I'm just not a fan of white jerseys. Um, but that's because you're a dribbler. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've got one one white jersey, and it's got Javante on it. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> so, but I hardly ever wear it because I'm afraid of ruining it. <laughs> yeah. And then just after that, or a few hours after that, they announced that uh, Dale and Terry had been assigned to Windy City Bulls, and. Uh, I think it was Casey Johnson put it was basically Bulls have got the day off um, so they wanted him to get more um, structured practicing which is why he's gone down their next game is Saturday so I mean if Bulls are back practicing tomorrow I'd imagine he's back up with Bulls do you know what I mean mm. um, he could play Saturday I guess he's not exactly had any minutes many minutes for us well, for the for Bulls, so but putting that out on the socials, it's gone crazy. Pete, some of the comments, oh, does this mean that Lonzo's on his way back? Um, oh, they're going to ruin his career by sending him down, and it's just like, really? Yeah, you got. I mean, I, no, I've put them in no, 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 no. This is positive. This is a good thing for yeah. Dave and Terry. It's just, it, I mean, everybody's down as it is today. Yeah, I, know, I, I understand night, that. Right. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was mainly through sharing it in different Facebook groups. Um, yeah, like I say, the comments, and I, I did, I replied to him and said, look, it, it's like a conditioning thing more than anything, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's to keep him active, and like I say, if Bulls are back on the court tomorrow, or, you know, practice court tomorrow, then he's probably back up with them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even if he, even if he's not, even if they keep him down for one game, um, that's, that's all good. I mean, it's all playing time. These are still high quality players and high high quality competition. You know, 
it's it's good for him and and he's going to get more experience and more court time and anytime he goes down to the windy city bulls it's going to help him grow yeah i'm all on i'm all on for it i'm all on for it that's the whole point of of having this um two-way player structure right and we knew he was going to go down anyway yeah that's that's a good thing yeah so that was that's it for the latest news and it doesn't mean he's coming back (laughs) no (laughs) which he was but no no (laughs) yeah i had two questions quick ones for you um okay Obviously, with us having a few days off, it's our first break in the, the season, which as much as the players need it, I think we need it as well. Yeah. So, obviously, at the minute, we sit six and seven. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? Is the season over, like everyone's suggesting? Oh, yeah, it's over. Pack your bags. We're done. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Do you know... We've played an odd number of games, so we're only going to be just over or just under 500, right? Playing so the way we've played we've more playing. games than anybody as well. We have. We've played more games than anybody. We've had more back-to-backs than anybody else in the league. Um, we have been playing decent teams as well, for the most part. It's not like we've been playing the bums of the league, right? Not that there's that yep. many bums in the NBA league anyway, but um, I'm, I, look, I'm okay with it. I think it's steady. We haven't had Zach's for every game. We haven't had Kobe. We haven't had Dre. I mean, we're we're okay. I'm okay with it. Uh, you know, could it be better? Yeah. Did I hope for it yeah. to be better? Yeah. But I'm not down on it. Do you know, I'm not. No. I, I prefer it if we were just over the 500 rather than just under the 500. And yeah. I think we've had plenty of opportunities to to be that game or two above 500. But it just hasn't it hasn't fallen that way. It's an 82 game season. And I would rather be a 500 or just sub 500 team this side of the all-star break and then take off on the other side rather than the other way around like we were last year. Yeah. And I mean, that's That's, one of the things that people have been saying at this stage last year, we were however many wins and what have you, but we were playing teams like Pistons out of the gate and a weaker looking Pelicans team and, they were kind like, of gimmies to start with. You know, when yeah. you look at the teams we've played this so far this year, obviously we've split games with Raptors, we've split games with Celtics. Um yeah. we we didn't get blown out in the losses either. No. Um the only one that we've been blown out by is Cavs. Yeah. And yeah, it's disappointing to lose the games to Wizards, Spurs, um I suppose even last night's because you maybe expect them to win them ones. Um, but we was in the games. That's the thing. Yeah. So it's not like... we. Yeah, all right. We're 0-6 on the, the clutch games. But... And that's got to change if we're going to start yeah, picking any wins. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying the season's over and we're not going to make the playoffs or we're going to be hanging on because... Like you just said, we haven't had Zach for a lot of it, we haven't had Drummond for a lot of it, and we haven't had Kobe for a lot of it. Yeah. I mean, that must be one hell of a bruise he's got. But um, Serious dead leg. <laughs> so, and the other one, I wanted to ask you, Billy. Where do you sit with Billy? Obviously, a lot of people are saying he's pretty much in the hot seat at the minute. Yeah, I mean, 
I think it's too easy to use the coach as a scapegoat. Um, is he flawed? Yeah. Is he making some poor decisions or not making the right decisions? Definitely, particularly on rotations late in the game. Yeah. Um, do I think he should be on the chopping block? Absolutely not. Not yet. Definitely not yet. Um, I like Billy. The team likes Billy. The players like Billy. He just needs to figure a few things out. Um, but that's not just down to him. That's down to the whole coaching um, staff. They should all be getting together and, and kind of coming up with better solutions to what's happening at the moment. Um, and he'll fi- look, I, I think they'll figure it out. Um, I think Billy will figure it out. He just needs to do it kind of sooner rather than later because people will start looking for blood. You know, it's already started. Yeah. But you've got I mean, to remember one thing, guys. Look at what we used to have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've just pretty much covered everything there. And, I mean, you listen to other podcasts and you've got other fan ones who the main sort of hosts on them are basically paying for his blood already. Yeah. And they're trying to push that onto anybody who listens and what have you. Then you're more like official podcasts, I guess, you know, your more media accredited ones will give you it from the other side of, you know, like it's th- with 13 games in. Right. I mean, you, you know, see? and like, I mean, to be fair, I'm on the fence with it all and I'm t- I tend to be leaning towards, it doesn't need to be on the chopping block. You know, as we've just said, hasn't had Zach. Hasn't had Kobe, hasn't had Drummond. Before all of that, we lost Lonzo's for the se- well for most of the season as well. Yeah. So it's not been easy for him. And when he thinks he's got his rotations in place, Zach drops out of the team. <laughs> Zach comes back in the team. Kobe drops out. And at the same time, your backup big drops out. So <laughs> you know what I mean? How can you get any sense of continuity when you don't know who's playing? Right. So yeah, uh, to me, you know, you, we've got to give him at least a year, or at least the All Star break before you sort of even start considering getting rid of him. Yeah, I agree. Because by that point, we might have Lonzo back as well. True, that could change everything. So yeah, um, bit of a strange episode for us, I think. There. Um, led by that weird game last night. So, <laughs> um, so I think unless you've got anything else, we'll wrap it up. I'm good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like we say, we've got nuggets on. Well, it's Monday morning for us. So we'll possibly be back on Monday night with an episode, depending on our schedules and how tired we are. Yeah. Uh, and you know, just once again, appreciate anyone who's been listening. And I've been Matt. You can find me on Twitter at Matt C Red UK. And you can find us on all the socials at C Red UK. And I've been Neil. Find me on Twitter at Neil C Red UK. Thanks once again for hanging out with us here at the C Red UK podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review us if you can. And until next time, wherever you are in the world, C Red, go Bulls. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator.